So, Peter, you remember last episode, you uh, were crushing a White Claw, correct? Gulps. Okay, so I saw this girl last night who recognized me from not the comedy show that I was at, but recognized me because <laughs> of a girl I used to date 10 years ago. I think... Which was, like, disappointing, you know? I was like, oh, you don't recognize me from this comedy show? She's yeah. like, no, you used to date a girl who went to GW. I was like, ugh, all right. Well, anyway... The, if the I... If yeah, I ever ahead. have to bring you up on stage, that's yeah. how I'm bringing you up. Yeah. I'm bringing this hey. guy used to date this girl who broke his freaking heart when he was 21 years old. Dad Jones. Anyway, so the reason I'm bringing this up is because you cracked a white claw right off the top. 136. Boom. You know what? Wait, what's that? What's the sound that we have here? Yeah, that was literally the sound. This girl was reaching for a white claw in like one of those refrigerators. And I was standing there. She was like, I usually don't drink white claw, but like I'm super drunk. I think that there was a time where people were were judging other people for drinking White Claws. Like 2019, maybe the beginning of 2020. Is it acceptable to be drinking White Claw uh, yeah. all the time now? For sure, yeah. It's acceptable. Nine o'clock on your work Good. call, crack up in a White Claw. <laughs> nine, 9 a.m. Work Claw? Yeah. Work well, the, Claw? Nice. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. If right. you, Look, I mean, it, there's a reason that it's a clear liquid that looks like water. It's because Claws are all always acceptable at any moment. And it's also, it's like, does it get you drunk? I don't oh, know. That's a good freaking point. Does I was going to ask you how many it takes you for you to get a hangover. To hangover off a of white claw is impossible. I drink white claws to hydrate. Because <laughs> also, like, if you, the thing is, when you drink white claws throughout the night, chances are you're going to be picking up another form of alcohol, you know, in yeah. between your six or seven white claws. Like, the last time I, I drank, I think we were talking about this, like, last week, I had <laughs> at least seven white claws, woke up the next day, I was feeling okay. Yeah. I wasn't feeling so bad. I, white claws are like, oh, shit. I'm a little too drunk. Time to start. Time to start sipping. And I know it's like the same thing. <laughs> I know it's the same like alcohol volume is is like a Bud Light or whatever. But I would be oh, like, yeah. all right, got to chill. No more liquor. Let me grab one of these claws. Let me yeah. nurse this guy. It's just got. It's also just. It's like a it's nice smooth. sweet feel. Yeah, like, it tastes like, like Sprite. If yeah, if I grabbed a Bud Light to chill, like I'm still pacing myself better. But there's just that like how oh, I'm drinking yeah. feel to it. You just associate that like that savory feel to it and you're just like uh, I'm over this you grab a claw grab a claw you're like alright yeah I'm chilling this is my cool down yeah. it's like stretching after a workout I mean, white claws I think as of like a year ago maybe like as soon as quarantine started people were like alright this thing could really hang and now I see white claw everywhere like I think maybe, you're every, maybe everybody's drink of choice yeah yeah I'm, I think I'm I think likely, you're behind I think in behind. 2019 I was on a bachelor party and I, like it wasn't the first time you, you we were at that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were just tearing claws apart and that's like a bachelor party right it's all dudes like because i think originally there was a little bit of like a some guys would be like no i can't drink a white claw dude yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. drink a and real th- beer now everyone you know? just i think like guys like you know hard guys alpha yeah. males like you're referring right. to will just crush a six-pack of white claw to themselves let me clarify wannabe alphas right, right, big right. time babies. Wannabe, wannabe. Uh, but yeah like it's a bachelor party if ever there was a time for people to like get super bro and super serious about what they're drinking it would be then and you know that was 2019 we were crushing claws uh i think i think there was a a fleeting moment where it's yeah. like, oh, that's a girl's drink, right? But like, I mean, you know, icing was a was a big thing a few years ago. You uh, know, smearing off ice, ice. and that's that still that like ninety funny. grams of sugar. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are actually brutal. Yeah, so the that's white, how you get a hangover. White claw is just basic. I, I think. I mean, they figure it out. Low calories, low sugar, mm-hmm. clear beverage. Like, it, totally. what? What's better than that? You know, because yeah. if you have seven shots of vodka, chances are you'll feel it more so than having seven white claws, right? <laughs> yeah. The next day or that, I mean, that's what, I, that's what a little I less think in between. Happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. But uh, the one thing about the white claw is people that want to start drinking, but they don't like anything. Like when I started yeah, drinking, 
a beer was like, I can get this down. A shot was like, uh, you know, I hate it, but it's worth it. And maybe a, like a gin and tonic. I'm like, okay, I, I, I can handle that. You know, but like a lot of people like, it just tastes bad. There's nothing I like. I can't drink tonight. You know, that's how some people start out. Now, any any kid that wants to get into drinking, it's like, give them a White Claw and they're going to be fine. So you being a little bit of a late bloomer to right. alcohol, what, did, what was your drink of choice? Like initially? Uh, gin and tonic, I guess. Really? That, was, that was my first that's like regular a, order. A funny kind of drink. Did anyone get you into gin and tonic, or you uh, were just like Barney right, Stinson? Cleared who? Barney Stinson uh, from How I Met Your Mother. That is a gr- oh, I literally <laughs> thought that was like one of your boys from home. I was like, that is quite the name. That's a hell of a name. Like, if that was between Barney and OJ Simpson, if it was if it was one of my boys from home yeah. was named Barney Stinson, I would. I would model my who life plays after him. That? Is that Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so it's the main character. Yeah. Uh, no, not the main show. character. Oh, not the not? Main. I mean, it's kind of like an ensemble cast. Like yeah. the main character, the guy who's searching for the mother is Ted. That's a different guy. But but I mean, he's in every single. Bernie's in every right, single right, episode. Right, right. Like he's he's huge here. Neil Patrick Harris is is great. I a brilliant actor. I have a party that I'm going to tonight. I'm going back to just White Claws. I plan <laughs> on. Getting a six pack of white claws, drinking at least three, and then you know maybe being generous with the other three. Give the other three the birthday boy. So we'll see. So yeah, tonight I'm drinking. I'm planning on it, bro. Okay. One of the one of the few nights I'll plan ahead to drink. You were just saying that that white claws are uh, like after you've already been drinking something type of beverage. So what does that mean for you? Um, I think that well, the particular place that the party's at tonight doesn't have like a vodka, tequila, alcohol Mm kind of license. It's more of like a sake and beer and uh, wine place. So right I'm already preparing that. Like, I don't want to be drinking sake, uh-huh. wine, or beer. You, so I'll just drink the White Claws before I go to this little party. Sake. And then whatever. You should get into that sake. Yeah, maybe also, yeah, sake being clear. I can yeah. trust that. And I'm also, I'm meeting a girl there tonight. So like I'm meeting her at like one of my best friends. Like uh, meeting for the first time? Well, I've met her and like hung out with her very, very briefly. But yes, like meeting her for and hanging out for the first time. So obviously, I'm going to need to have like a couple white claws in. Me yeah, yeah. You can't just go out. full personality. Yes, that bro, would be disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, some pot will probably be done, and uh-huh. um, white claws will be drinking before I see her. So if she's listening, that's what happened. So tell me about the <laughs> tell me about the uh, preview to to her. How did how did this yeah. get set up? Like like, do you just okay. know she's going to be there and you're stalking? No, her? no, 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 no. So. Back when I was like 19 or 20 years old promoting clubs, she's like a few years younger than me. So like this was the so time illegal. when I was like, yeah, when I was 19 or 20 and I was just firing away texts on my phone being like, oh, come to this club. I have right. a table. I have drinks. And she was probably, no joke, 16 or 17 at the time. Right. And then we recently just like connected through whatever it was commenting on like she was like commenting on one of my stories. And I was like, oh, what are you doing? This and that. We've meant to uh, get together like the past month. But uh-huh. I guess tonight. So you haven't seen her in like 10 years. 10 no probably like three like i've seen her in passing when we were like actually talking was like a while ago yes oh my god you're right yes like freaking eight years probably so what's the deal on this dame um what does dame mean is that a girl dame it's like what you would call a woman in like 1950 my ex-girlfriend was in a band called dame with some of her best friends was it an all-female band it was i love that and they performed at like six flags and shit that's That's so funny well now i I should remember that but what's like every like black and white movie ah she's a hot dame (laughs) Ah, (laughs) yeah is that like the same word as broad or like i think i think broad is a little bit offensive i think broad has kind of a like a softer meeting i think dame dame could be anything like oh yeah. she's a fine dame right 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 
Yeah. Yeah. Broad okay. almost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. These these fucking broads. Yeah. Exactly. Right, that's how you would yeah. say it, potentially. <laughs> um. So we'll see. Tonight should be fun. Um. It's been a little bit since I've hung out with a girl for the first time. So you guys are like hanging um, out. It's been like, like, you six, like, months, like six weeks. Like let's let's uh get yeah. rid of the pretense. Like what okay. is so you guys are seeing each other like like there's a romantic interest or whatever? I or would you think can, so. Okay. I would think so. Why? Yes. Why? Yeah, like like just just in the in terms of like like the preliminary conversation and all that. Um why is there a romantic interest? Or, or are you what? yeah like like some level of expectation or did you question. invite her specifically to come to this or you just I both, did oh okay I okay, did okay. yes she, she otherwise was not gonna come I was like oh I have my best friend's birthday party and she was like why wasn't I invited like as a joke and oh. then I like invited her okay so she's so. your plus one okay that makes she's me more sure, sense I sure. thought you were I don't know just, if she's my plus one but I mean yes, close she's your she plus one fighting, she's right? your plus one you yeah, guys yeah. are in love I guess we'll see what happens though man I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to spoil it before I see her I know but who knows how it's gonna go because you know I've learned in the in the past couple weeks that you don't talk about shit that you're unsure is going to happen. You no. know what I mean? So perfect example, Peter. Before we get before, into that. No, 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 you no. You know I was about to transition <laughs> yeah. into what I was about to transition, yeah. but go ahead, sir. You're eager. Yes. What I want to talk about is, you know, talk about stuff before they happen. I'm not saying yeah. make, I'm not saying uh, guarantee victory. Right. I'm saying like, like, what are your, what are your objectives tonight? What are your goals? That's a crazy what do you wanna... question. I, I know. Mean, my objectives? Yeah. You, you I if anyone, wanna, I don't even like, what am I going to say? If when, any, like, what is the objective when a guy and a girl hang out? Well, I'm not even going to say you. you uh, okay. Well, now I think I know. What well, you're, sure. Yeah. I, what I do, if I show up, <laughs> if I show up to a party, I ask my friend, what, what's your objective tonight? What are you trying yeah, to do? And so they're like, what the fuck kind of question is that? No, no. They're like, that's a great question. Really? I hadn't thought about that. Now I have a purpose. Well, tonight. now All I All people are looking for it. is a purpose. Sure. I'm surprised objective, you, I'm surprised. Yeah. That's something for sure. And that's like fairly tangible. Maybe ex- maybe make plans to see each other in a think. different setting after that. Maybe uh, whatever. Uh, figure out something. And I don't mean just in terms of, of her. Like if I go to a party, let's say, what are my objectives? Maybe it's yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm shaking. Yeah, play that noise. We'll, we'll get into it. I'm sipping my white claw. It's yes, really water, but exactly. people can't tell. I can't even tell the difference anymore. Someone right. asked me my objectives. I mean, I'm they like, both hydrate you, Peter. Exactly. I'm like I'm trying to get to an elite an elite buzz at 11 o'clock and at two o'clock I want to just be tired and in between 11 and two o'clock I want to exchange numbers with that person over there I also want this guy who I haven't met before to walk away with a great impression of me and I kind of want to start a little bit of beef with that person over there because I hate them and I want them to know it those are my objectives and then I've got a purpose for the evening so my okay my purpose my purpose and objective for tonight is to have a good time with my buddy one of my best friends Julio Gallerati who I've spoken about a number of times on this podcast um but I want him to have a great time, have a great party. There should be a lot of people there. And my goal and objective for the night is to have a good time. All right. That's, I think that's simple enough. But like, I don't have a good time with like people in droves or I haven't in a long time. So that you could know, be a good objective. Hone, hone in on your people. You got your plus one to, to get your combo sure, in. Sure, sure. You can pop around, shake a few hands, kiss a few babies. You yeah. know how it is. Yes. You know, you're not getting in the center of a dance circle trying to freestyle, I hope. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. You know how it goes, bro. I'd, Unpredictable, Peter. Who okay. knows? We'll see. All right. You know, for, for someone that is so into, like, motivational stuff, yes. like yourself, you know, yes. Tony Robbins type of guy, uh-huh. I would think that you would be more swiftly able to get on board with the objectives, even in a social setting. Uh, well... I think that um, my motivation in a social setting is less than motivation in, in like a life 
setting because mm-hmm. I'm more comfortable in a social setting not really having an objective. Okay. There we go. Okay. I, th- I think that's that's kind of more so what it is. Like a rudderless ship. Yeah, like social like socially I can let it sail. I don't need a rudder mm. a rudder. You okay. Know? All right. Just well, go with the wind. I wanna quickly transition on, on something yeah, real quick. Go ahead. Uh you know, apparently people aren't as big a fan of the shorts on the uh oh, the podcast okay. so okay, we're ahead. really so giving the people so what they want them up. great game. well we have everybody look up look from it's, the look from the chest up you should be looking at our faces anyway so peter um before you uh messed up my lovely transition previously when i was talking mm-hmm. about how people shouldn't talk about stuff that's maybe happening in their life or not 100 percent sure things yeah. so I was talking about uh, this kid who I ran into on the street who played on the Georgetown tennis team and was vaguely a part, or not vaguely, like pretty a part of the Varsity Blues scandal. I'm not sure if you guys have actually heard of the Varsity Blues scandal. It's basically like if you've heard of Aunt Becky and um, her daughter posing for fake rowing photos. Basically, the Georgetown tennis coach was involved in pay for play. So he was accepting kids to the tennis program. And I'm putting tennis in air quotes over here because... The kids that were um, like the parents of the kids who weren't even on the tennis team were paying the tennis coach hundreds right. of thousands of dollars to say that their kid was on the tennis team. Right. Or to get them into Georgetown as a fake recruit. Right. So I ran into this kid on the street and I've never seen someone so fired up about potentially coming on the podcast and spilling the beans. Uh-huh. And dude, he's ghosting me. I, I've, I have ghost. like three texts to him and a call. And I haven't heard from him. I was like, bro, are you sure? Like, or I didn't say, are you sure? I was like, yo, man, are you still down to do the podcast? Uh-huh. And just blank. I think what happened is he probably probably spilled the beans, like a few people being like, yeah, I'm going to go on this podcast, my boy's podcast, and just shit on Gordy Ernst, who's like the tennis coach um, uh-huh. at Georgetown, who's facing 20 years in prison. And now I'm, I haven't heard from him. So I'm only imagining that he got cold feet. He was so yeah. pumped. He was like, dude, it doesn't even have to be anonymous. It's going to be so great. I have so much juice. And then meanwhile... Two episodes, I'm here sitting on the couch telling you how excited I am for this yeah. guy to come on and spill the beans. Does that make you... So I think he has cold feet. Does that make you question the severity of this? Like, do you think Do you think that there's maybe some yes. level of threat? Or like somebody... With him? Yeah. Like, like Maybe. It depends who he told. If he told people who really, like, he maybe looks up to, uh-huh. and like uh, maybe older guys on the tennis team, like he has a Georgetown tennis thread, uh-huh. you know, like a text message, and he sent it in yeah, with yeah. like ten people. Yo, I'm gonna go on this podcast and talk shit about Gordy Ernst. Right. Like, I think there, like, easily it would be it be. I mean, it'd be easy to get cold feet there. You know, like, totally. If you were to go on and uh, or like want to go on a podcast and talk shit about your old college tennis coach. Maybe he would get like a little bit nervous, but uh-huh. I don't know. He really made me excited and I'm sure he made you slightly excited, if not very excited. So now hopefully he'll get back to me, but um, um, a little bit bummed out. I'll tell you what I think about this guy. I don't think we're going to see him because I think this guy. I don't think so either, Peter. I think this guy, you know, I don't, I don't think he's got any sort of spine. I think he had a moment where he's like, I'm going to shed light on the truth. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to do like a little bit of like like real journalism. And almost. I told him, I was like, you, we can keep you anonymous. He was yeah. like, no, no, no. I don't want to be anonymous. Like, yeah. I want to spill the tea. Tell yeah. me like four times. This is going to be great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's uh, it's someone who's just like Cold soft. Feet. He doesn't Cold he doesn't feet. stand for anything. He's a great kid, no. from what I know from like the juniors mm-hmm. in tennis. I'm sure. I mean, you don't know him, so you you obviously wouldn't know. Like, what I know two I things would about, think him. about him. What that he flaked on us. Yeah, and 
and he plays tennis. Yeah, (laughs) two 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 strikes. So um, going back to what I had said initially, guys, don't spill the freaking beans before you have them in your bowl. Okay, wash those beans. Don't tell everyone you're washing them. Mm -hmm. Get those beans ready. Mm -hmm. Put them in the pot. Light the the stove up, mm-hmm. get the fire going, mm-hmm. and then once the fire is going, you drain the beans, you put it in your bowl, then mm-hmm. tell people when you have the bowl, the beans in the bowl, man. Okay. I don't I know d- what I d- the hell uh, that bean analogy was, but just don't don't spill the beans too early, bro. Well, and that's what I, I did. I think most importantly, don't tell someone that you're going to spill the beans and then don't do it. Here's he, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, because he spilled the beans. He spilled he didn't the beans. Spill the beans. In, oh. He didn't. He said he was going to, and he didn't. So he's a liar. You, who are you more mad at, him or me? I'm mad at How him. Do you, like, equal, I'm, I'm mad at him. I don't, at him. Look, me. you're just, you're the messenger. Right? Yeah, literally. Don't just, so guys, don't shoot the messenger. I was here just you're the Peter on the couch. You're the one that decided I, I was upset. You. Yeah. I think this guy. I think this guy should be ashamed of himself. I think he came in and he, you know, he I, tickled your balls. He got you aroused, and he told you he was going to give you the best blowjob of your life, and then he I'm, left. I I don't disagree with you. Yeah. But I'm in, I'm embarrassed it, a little bit. Or wouldn't you be embarrassed if you said something like this big and you brought it on the couch, brought it on the airwaves, and now it's just mm-hmm. probably not going to happen. Like I'm not going to keep bothering him, man. Like yeah, I, no. I sent him three texts and called him. And he you, didn't you called him? Well, I gave him a call just to see if, like, um, I don't know, maybe I can catch him on the phone. He was like, yeah. and he's like, ah, I don't want to do it. I'm like, dude, we can keep you anonymous. We don't have to do it on camera. We can just do yeah. audio waves, just like what we did with William Williams, episode 75. Yeah, our, Billy Wills. Our, um, our drug dealer. Yeah. So we could have done that. We can still do that if you're listening, bro. You know what? Okay, cold feet. Look, I kind of want to I kind of want to re- retract the invite to this guy. We only got space for for people that uh, stick to their guns, people with gumption, people with spines. I don't want this Gumby of a human trying to come in here and make up stuff that we don't even know if we should believe him anymore because he told you, us he was going to come on and then he didn't come on. So like, if he told us stuff about the tennis scandal, why should we believe that? You know what? He's told me one thing indirectly through you, and it was a lie. So I don't trust anything this guy has to say. Furthermore, uh, I hope he has a terrible day. Are we um, Are we good with this topic? Are we good venting? Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm solid venting. I'm and good. Thank, thank you for bringing that energy, Peter. And thanks for sticking up for me right there, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. You, you deserve better than this joke. Of thank a you, bro. Okay. So uh, before you came to the studio, you told me to fire up the AC, which I completely agree upon. It's 90 degrees outside. And this was the first AC use in the studio of the season. So yeah, maybe. it got, um, got pretty nice in here. Just to go back to the comedy show that I was at last night, I was sitting close enough to like an AC and a fan unit mm-hmm. that it was cool. And like, I it wasn't so hot, but like, if you moved over to like the bathroom side, the whole place was super mus- musky, dude. What did yeah. people even do before the AC unit was built? Like if we were in this this little studio and it was, I don't know what year the AC was built. Yeah. But no AC in here, like it's almost unlivable. Yeah, ripping some fans, opening some windows and just sweating a lot. Nice little cold, cold. Every, anytime what you see people like do? people like like factory workers, you know, like back in the day, big hot factory, they're in overalls, oh, you my know, gosh. always just like a wet handkerchief. I'm, I mean, that's what like I would think about the times you've been out playing, playing tennis uh, or whatever situation you're like outdoor in the sun, in the heat. Like or that's, even that's you, your like life. Like baseball in those pants, bro. Oh my yes, God, sir, dude. Oh, you get it. roasted. That's the thing about baseball, though, is I loved the heat. You get, it was tough. Sometimes you get dehydrated 
whatever, but like you're nice and hot. Your body is like as loose as it'll ever get. And your arm just feels like a rubber band. That's when you really throw the heat because like, like there's a legitimate decrease in velocity in the cold weather. Oftentimes you can't fully get like as loose as ready. You get that uh, cold hand. You can't grip the baseball yeah, as tightly. Not, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, playing in the real cold, it's bad. There, someone did, someone actually did a study on like the effect of, cold weather pitching on velocity and it not only was a decrease it also like had more there are more injuries associated with it whatnot so you know what uh prefer the heat when when it comes to baseball even if you're out there sweltering you're you're wiping sweat off your brow you got sweaty hands it's it's better than uh than those midwest uh march games yeah i think it was just like back in the day before whoever created the ac i think i should i guess i should look it up it was probably just trying to find the nearest shade right i, I don't know what built what building <laughs> i think you just doing. do do you think i you know how you know how evolution exists yes you, you think that we have like evolved to less tolerant um we've we've evolved in so many weird ways i think i'll, I'll say the first thing is going to bed at eleven thirty because before electricity like everybody yeah. was definitely asleep by 9 30 or 10 which is like when i go to sleep and then also people eating three meals a day and freaking out if they skip breakfast like uh-huh. breakfast didn't even start until the cereal uh age during the industrial revolution well yeah you're giving me that look i watched a documentary on it peter so I, don't even what? i why 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 you're questioning about the cereal i i think maybe the breakfast is the biggest meal of the day was maybe yeah, the this, advertisement but yeah, breakfast yeah, yeah. existed no not really not until like the industrial revolution only for like really like well-off people people had breakfast like people used to not eat breakfast you're telling me on the farm i'm about to go you know slop pigs okay, all if, day yeah, why not if you have a farm in your backyard yeah, that's i would consider you about. well off sure you go have an egg well no even if you're just like a farmhand you're not getting a meal before i i don't think so all right no sounds sounds like a bad gig <laughs> okay so people had other personal methods for keeping cool such as hanging wet laundry in doorways sleeping in refrigerated sheets mm. and keeping one's underwear in the freezer years ago when air conditioning wasn't universal universal we were sometimes miserably hot wow <laughs> before hot before message. ac <laughs> dude that was written in 2007 so like li- yep I, I mean, bet. listen, my that's crazy, especially if you like lived it. You had to you had to migrate and shit. Like if you were in New York during the winter and mm-hmm. no heat, you got to go down to Florida during the winter and then come back up to New York during the summer. But still it'd be hot. <laughs> Where are you going? Toronto, freaking Ottawa during the summer. Yeah. Crazy if the if the ACs didn't exist. I mean, my my mom couldn't sleep with the AC running on in our house growing up. So. I would be just well, what is, how what do you mean like just Why the sound of the AC would keep her up so we um, would never have the AC going at night and I'd just be on top of my bed with like a cold towel on my forehead just, well what do you mean you didn't have the AC going though I mean you, you probably had multiple ACs in your house right no no central AC that just oh, ran, oh, oh yeah. so you had vents yeah it was Obviously, like a right, suburban right, right. home it, well, yeah it wasn't like the studio right. where you just have like the window unit right nothing like that yeah, so this, we just had no ac gone the central ac that's that like blows me out of the out of the water that's just way better than the window unit obviously yes but, but you, you never get, get it that. to rip that way like, like if i'm right by my ac like here in my apartment i can get so cooled out so quickly yes whereas like and maybe i just grew up with a bad ac in my home maybe that's what it was but it's so much better in that way in terms of like cooling the house as a whole 
I don't know because I live in you know like 500 square feet as opposed to like what an you mean actual now? yeah as opposed yeah. to like a home with multiple rooms and stuff. No, now I think like the only benefit of living in Manhattan in the summer in a small apartment is that your AC can usually cool the whole place. AC like rips if like 500 feet. Or but even like so, that. I mean, I got my tiny little living room and then bedrooms on the opposite end. In my bedroom, I can get real cold, but and I can open door and I can have it That's leak in, but it's ask. not. It's not suit. The angle is not ideal. It cools down the living room, but it's not like the same. There's you have a, a fan. Big gap. Uh, I have a small fan. It's like, is the noise even worth it? Kind of fan. It's a yeah. space heater. It's like but one, has of, the, a fan one of those fans from like Sleepaway Camp that uh, like it was still hot as bulls because you're in the friggin' forest or whatever. Yeah. But I'll pretty much like if I'm chilling in the living room for a while, I'll go pop over to the AC, get up real close as needed, come back to the living room. Like I handle. I'll tell you what. I love waking up to the AC in my bedroom, I'm like, oh, I'm a little cold, stumble into the living room, it's 15 degrees warmer. And just in that moment of like that morning coldness, like it perfectly warms me up, brings me awake, everything. I'm chugging water and And I come online so quickly. And then you walk outside and it's 40 degrees (sighs) cold, 40 degrees warmer than the 15 degrees, uh, you know, warmer in the... In it's, the living room. It's, it is beautiful in this warm weather in Manhattan right now. As we go out, you got your mask down. You go and get a cold brew coffee wandering around. Dude, mask off in the gym for the first time you yesterday. Did, oh, yeah, bro. I, I did when That started on Wednesday for me okay. in my gym. Oh, it's okay. Quite quite a great experience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it feels insane. Like, great. It felt... I went, I, I had just finished my workout yeah. and then I walked by and I saw that sign like, oh, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. So I pulled it down. It felt like, it felt like taking the weight off my back. Oh, wait. So you did the entire workout and then found out after that. You Actually, didn't I did like it. the last five minutes without. Okay. So you but, haven't had like a full session yet. No. Without, oh, bro. It's pretty great. I'm, I'm excited. That, nice. It is. Yeah. I mean, the gym is a huge place for the yes. mask to drop. Definitely. It's probably the most important. It's also funny to see how many people still have their masks on, meaning they haven't gotten vaccinated and i think like i've seen that or i've spoken with a few people in the gym them considering getting the vaccine now just to take off the mask i mean in the why, gym, it's pretty big why the hell not yeah like i mean we've talked about before just like even hanging out with people you know yeah. like we'll get the vaccine just so we can go back to normal life you know totally i mean look people have been getting it for months and months and months now like if you, you well, should, we'll see, we'll if see you how are long hesitant. it takes to grow a tail, you know, but yes. Yeah. I mean, if I grow it, what, what's so bad about that? Yeah. As long as everyone grows a tail, I'm chill with it. I mean, why you got to conform like that? Like right. maybe you're just the guy with a tail. You know how famous you'd be? Right. That's true. You want, you I don't want, know how famous you'd be because I feel like there are definitely people in the world who have tails like that we don't know about. I, I don't why? think you're right. <laughs> you think that nobody has tails as humans? Uh, yes, that's what I think. I think someone might have like a little bit of like skin hanging off their back or right, something right, right. like that. That would have otherwise been a tail. Well, did you see that Seinfeld episode where, or no, that wasn't Seinfeld. That was Shallow Hal where George Costanza had a tail. Like mm-hmm. it was Tony Robbins was like, Shallow Hal has a girl, has a gal. And then uh, George Costanza from Seinfeld, a.k.a. Uh-huh. Jason Alexander grows like a tail. <laughs> I've never so seen that. So weird. Okay, so what am I typing in here, I guess? People with a tail. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who Who really knows? <laughs> Most people aren't born. I love that the, the yeah. descriptions on Google now. Like they'll just have the the best article up top. Most people aren't born with a tail because the structure disappears or absorbs into the body during fetal development, forming the tailbone or coccyx. The tailbone is a triangular bone located in the lower part of the spine. Below the sac- sacrum, whatever. So it's funny how it says most people aren't uh-huh. born. 
with a tail. But then below, can humans have a tail? And then it says humans do have a tail, but only for a brief period of time during our embryonic development. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Who knew, man? So yeah, there you go. So I guess so, you wouldn't stand out so much if you did have a tail. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because we got a lot of embryos walking yeah, around. Yeah, right. Uh, should we should we get our email? I think we should, but I I want to make sure that we've covered everything. Have we covered everything for today, man? I think we have. Well, what are you doing tonight before before we jump to the email? It's a little bit of a TBD. I'm probably going to be on a rooftop. Damn, bro, yeah. you've got your social thing figured out, man. You, you're you going do. to a party tonight. That's true, but like, how often <laughs> am I going to parties? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm like, like you, you're hanging out with a few different groups of people. I mean, yeah. I feel like I haven't, I haven't really been doing that yet. I, yeah, I would say one to two. I'd say one to two. Pretty, pretty much like the same. Like my groups. pod, it's like a group of two people and a group of one person. But now, when I join those separate groups, we can expand significantly because it's not like quarantine. That's that's right. really the difference. It's so it's the same. It's the same like core group they just bring their friends yeah, now yeah, yeah. and and we get other people who like you know are low lower priority might be involved because you know i'm not worried about them killing me right. so but oh, but yeah it's coming back this, it's actually relevant to to the email we're about to read right. is what you're saying because this email this is from jordan 25 titled what's the move hey fellas urgent question so no time to compliment the podcast okay <laughs> This guy's in a hustle. Uh, Quarantine is (laughs) over and summer is upon us. What is the move this summer? Rooftop bars, leaving the city, outdoor concerts. I want an official endorsement. Thanks. Ready to rage. If I had had to say, I'd say all of the above sounds great. But um, outdoor concerts, I'd say the last on my list, even Mm -hmm. though the list really... Uh, I I would do anything on that list, but maybe outdoor concerts I would stay away from the most. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe because like that's where you'd find people who are not vaccinated mm-hmm. and I don't know, could jam you up somehow. But if you're sure. vaccinated, you're fine. Are you not? That's that's how I feel. Yeah, that's how I feel. Uh, official endorsement. I like you were just saying rooftops. Uh, yeah. Rooftop. If you got rooftop, that's probably that's probably my no matter what the circumstance like a uh, like, you know, house party type situation. Uh, on a rooftop mm-hmm. that is my ideal scenario for for a uh, social situation this summer and always when the weather's warm rooftop you got your people you got you can bounce you around got your people for shout you got your people you can do whatever you want yes. you're on the rooftop you got your drinks you got your smoke smoking freaking cigars do whatever do whatever the hell you want it's the rooftop joints. it's the wild west that's what i'm talking about everybody get out from the house go to the rooftop and, yeah you get the community rooftops too so say you're at the apartment with your seven friends let's say but then you got three other groups eight friends 12 friends and now that it's like Ooh, people can be mingling that's how you can meet X people there. that's yeah. what i'm saying like right. they got their thing we got where oh you guys want to play beer pong with us want to do whatever like you can turn it that's the one part of new york that still remains very like like collegiate and youthful even beyond when you're like 22 in the city is if you're on a community rooftop you're oh yeah everyone's shotgunning beers yeah everyone's just down to hang down to do the thing like uh i think i think that's a move it's gonna it's a weird yeah, rooftops get, get social time like people are like desperate from or so happy to be back socializing yeah, the city people. was crazy last night you notice that i mean bonkers you, i mean you were on the west side highway on the pier right how yeah. I mean, that must have it must have been insane over there oh yeah a million groups uh, that was a great situation a million groups nice. of people just hanging out doing their thing 
Uh, the traffic was was nuts again. The Ubers are four times what they Let's should be. Go. Here's let me tell oh, yeah, Uber, yeah, yeah. kill yourself. Right. It was I tried to get an Uber <laughs> home. Phrase forty three dollars for an Uber. I walk one block, find a cab, fourteen dollars. Uber, kill yourself. Yeah, that's that's, ri- that's crazy. Ridiculous. Taking everyone, advantage. yeah, everyone needs to like you know we we ran out of some yellow cabs for the Ubers to take place here, and now they're doing exactly what they thought we would. So everyone, get on your city bike. They would get on the cabs, or, or Uber's going to raise it up on us another five, six, seven. Was times. that was that a surge? Like, did they say like, are you sure you don't want to wait because this is a surge? I there, waited like 10, maybe. 15 minutes. It didn't no, even no, say I, surge. No, but you know what I mean. Like when yeah. you press it, it'll say surge. But it, it didn't, didn't even say, say that. Yeah, but but even crazy. if it's a surge, I've it's heard like that it's been getting expensive. The cabs aren't surging. It's yeah. it's ridiculous, like like insane pricing, wow. okay. criminal. Uh, Subway and walking. So Peter, before yeah. um, we, I, I mean, we were just talking about those Ubers being insanely expensive. But you yourself been making some money, right? Let's quickly touch oh, on right. on the poker tournament that um, you went to town in. When recently? Because you earned some some listeners some money. Some listeners so, and so viewers. Two things. Yes. One, some small victories for a couple of people in one game. We got, I think, ten percent. Uh, 10% on that. We, so we had a small victory. That's, uh, um, you know, in the when you make it to the cash in kind of the bottom of the barrel, small boost, right? Like you made it to the money, but just the minimum cash. So that's what I got for those people. Solid. Anytime. Anytime you're winning money, you can't complain. Bro, right? I also don't know if you've ever lost money on this pod or talking about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean... Have you? I've, you I've definitely... I've had, I've, had, <laughs> I've had ups and downs, but right, overall right, right, ups, right. you know you're what I mean? Wave. Like, yeah... I, obviously on one particular session like what's the most you've ever bet in like one session i yes if it's like roulette or if it's just like on a hand and blackjack or just straight up hold them texas well i yeah I, pre- I just play poker the the most expensive tournament i've ever played in was 2600 2650 so that was a buy-in or no that was the buy-in but i qualified for it for 280 dollars. so how does that mean explain there will be tournaments, qualifying tournaments, and more on that in a second. But like this, it was, it's a big tournament. I'm not going to pay $2,700 for a tournament. That's way too much money. I'd be way too timid. I wouldn't be able to play my game because I'd like, there's too much money. There's too much at stake. But it was a, an opportunity for like in a massive field. It was like a million dollars for first place. So like imagine how cool and life changing that would be. So I play, I put up $280, played a nine person qualifying tournament. I won the nine person. So I got not, all nine people's $280, which was one ticket. So that's what they do. They'll give a ticket. You could do a 27 person tournament for 90 bucks. And if you win that, so, I mean, it's just, you know, you, you pay a fraction of the ticket price. And then that's how, uh, that's like the fraction of people that are going to get a ticket. So you have, instead of nine people, you have 27 people, three people would make a ticket, whatever. So anyway, I qualified for a ninth of the money. Now, recently, I paid a twenty-two dollar ticket, and entry, or I've, entry fee. By the yeah, twenty-two dollar entry fee to win a six hundred thirty dollar ticket, and you know, two of us won tickets out of like whatever it was, like a fifty-five person field. Damn. The two of us finished. They stopped the tournament with just two of us. Two of us left, and we both win tickets. Played the six hundred thirty dollar tournament. Now I made it through day one. Twelve percent of the field is left. We got big money at stake. Resuming resuming Monday afternoon. Already in the money, you know, double that six hundred. But do you have time to take it out though? Like, can you decide to remove yourself from the tournament, or you have to stay in after you double your money? No, I'm in. I'm in the tournament, but but I've already won that money. That money can't be lost. I've already won it, and now, you know, there will be three to four hundred people left. But playing on Monday for like, 
I mean, I mean, it's still a very, very small chance at this point that I would come come into the victory. But it is like the biggest prize that I stand to win, like it's a few hundred thousand dollars if I uh, got it down to the, like the final two uh, of this tournament. But yeah, got it through day one. We're down to twelve percent. Long, long ways to go. But eliminated, you know, eighty eight percent of the field already. There's a big money wow. to be won. All right, and yeah, this dude. and this is still going on. It resumes Monday. Okay, looking forward to it. So, Peter, also just uh, quickly before we get out of here, do you think that if your net worth was multiplied by ten, uh-huh. that you'd put in like ten times the amount of like money into a poker tournament? Like you said, the most you've ever yeah. put is like twenty six hundred. Would you then like put twenty six thousand? Do you think? I I I would hope not. Yeah, that's no, what, that'd that's be what reckless. I'm thinking. Right? I w- I would hope not. I mean, but who knows? If right? I won a huge prize my first thing to do would be to take a week off because you get, that's where like the potential for addiction comes in. You start thinking about that money, especially a long-term tournament. Like I'm already thinking, you know, I've won $1,200. That's not a ton of money, yeah. but there's a chance at winning a ton of money. And when I start thinking about that, then like, you know, you have a couple of days to fantasize about it, think about it. And then you play several hours and then it's like, Oh, I won three grand. Let's say, you know, which is great. And I should be thrilled about that. But I, you get so used to thinking about that big cash that you're like, damn, I got to hunt that big cash now. And then you're playing more expensive tournaments and you get more reckless. So that's where you got to avoid. So even if I did win like a huge amount of money, like imagine if I won a quarter million dollars, how much it would take to satiate that itch to, to get me excited. Like I'm not excited about two grand after winning $250,000. That's why if you have like a huge cash or a huge loss, you have to take a break immediately after that, let yourself reset and then you can come back and like actually approach it normally. Don't, don't be afraid to, to rest. That's what it's all about. That's why I'm chilling today. To take, chilling yesterday. To take a slight break. Monday, Thursday, new episodes of the Ted Jones World Podcast with Peter Moran here on this couch. Y'all been watching. Y'all been listening. And thank you so much, Peter. I'll see you next time.